evening, everybody. Am I live yet? Yep, I'm live. Um, listen, everything that could go wrong has went wrong. And listen, it only went wrong in the last 10 minutes or so. So I'm kind of dark because my light won't come on. My little halo light, it's just decided it is not going to do anything. So it's not coming on. So um, you won't be able to see um, how blue my eyes are. So, yeah. Um, and then um, <laughs> it's just like, it's just a crazy, it's been a crazy day. It really has been a crazy day. So um, I'm going to chalk it up to the fact. Hey, Fred. Hi. How are you? Um, I'm going to chalk it up. I can't hear you. Can you hear oh, me? I can hear you. Hold on. Keep going. I'm just going to make an adjustment for me. I don't know. I can't hear you. Hold on. There it is. See what I'm telling you? Crazy stuff. Crazy. Hi okay. there. Hi there. Hi. How you doing, Fred? Um, it's just been a crazy, Good. crazy day. And I don't know why, but I um, I just, I'm chalking it up to the fact that this um, subject that I'm, we're about to broach in about 10 minutes um, is going to be a doozy. So, I got plenty of water. Wish it was some Stella Rosa, but it's not. <laughs> Just in case the water run out, I got a little cup of ice on the side. I got everything I need. Oh, and some tissue. Because just in case some tears come, but I don't feel no tears in this here tonight. So, um, and at the end of the broadcast, if I remember, I am going to make sure that I... Um, give you the website for the um, Uppity Negro Apparel. Um, if you can see the Chevalier Beauty, my Shopify, don't go to that because that doesn't work because I thought Shopify was very complicated and I don't have time. I, I don't have time to go to college for, for a website. I don't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. So um, today, um, Fred is my, um, he's basically my side piece. That's what Fred's going to be today. And um, oh, really? because I told him about this topic and his face lit up like I just told him that I was going to go to GameStop and get him every new game that hasn't been opened yet. He is. I think Fred studied for this one, y'all. So because he studied, I went back and studied some more. Right. Because this is something that's been kind of, it's been bothering me for a minute. Um, especially because I deal with uh, self-esteem issues um, and I deal with um, body image issues. And I didn't start dealing with that until after I had my double vasectomy and, um, and lost my, my hair or whatever. But um, I don't think that people who talk about worth understand what worth is because worth it seems to have become monetized like a YouTube video mm -hmm. and y'all is just, and I just want to fix it. I want to try my best to, to just plant something in your ear and, and see if, if, if um, we can have a really, really, really good discussion about, um, about what worth really is because it's not, it's not, I think that a lot of times they do these TikTok videos and um, stuff like that. And um, 
And the person that originated it is just a cry for help is because I cannot believe that people actually think this way. So there's a, there's a thing with, um, it is two things we're going to talk about tonight. Um, and one of them is worth. Um, and the other one is um, at the table, being at the table. And we're not talking mm -hmm. about um, the political or, um, or racial or we're not talking about that table. We're talking about the, whoever that lady is that said, I am the table. Then you can be a piece of furniture by yourself, sis, because I'm not the table. I'm not the table. So I don't know y'all y'all no no because people repeat stuff and in, and 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 have no real um understanding behind what they're saying. I'm not the table. You're not finna you know what a table is? First of all, a table in this day and age is mostly ignored. It's a piece of yep. furniture with yep. four chairs around it that people eat over, which means it gets messy, it gets nasty, it gets sticky, it gets whatever, gum stuck under it. Why are you the table, ma'am? Okay, so I'm gonna back up because I felt Bobby waking up. Let me let me put this heifer back to sleep because this is a teaching. This be teaching. All right, so and I encourage anyone that comes on tonight that if I say something that is wrong or something that you don't agree with, please debate me. Okay, because that's what we're here for. I don't have a reprobate in mind, neither does Fred, and we are open to whatever views you have as long as they are within reason. And if they're not in within reason, Fred is going to block you, and you can never come back. So choose your words. Choose your words. When we, I welcome with, we welcome differences of opinion. So, yes. but at the same time, respectfully, I feel like this. Respectfully, yes. yes. I'm gonna put it like this. I'm not. I ain't. I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to apologize for anything I say tonight. So. Exactly. Well, we and that's the thing. But as long as it. But you're respectful. You're not. We're just. I'm just. You not have to give the warning, especially when we're talking about stuff that deals with some. Because when you deal with people, and you step on toes, or they they have a tendency to to be very defensive. And so yeah. we're gonna we, we trying I'm trying to block that because this is not a this is not shade thrown at anybody. I'm not even throwing shade at the lady who said she was a table. Honey, if you want to be a piece of furniture from IKEA, do you? <laughs> I can't stop you from being I can't stop you from being a table. But I don't want to be any household furniture, especially one with six kids. You know how much dirt I can't I can I have to stop because if I keep on going with the table analogy, I'm I, I cannot. And I'll say this again, I'm not the table. So all these women on Facebook letting screaming, I am the table, good for you. Because look at what your table goes through on a daily basis. You feel me? Especially if you got children. So let's keep going. All right. So I, I want to talk about worth. Um, I want to talk about worth in its real um in, in the definition of as, as as it is as a noun, because it could be an adjective too, but I didn't write that one down because that would just confuse this whole thing. I tried to put all of it in, but I don't, it, I don't have enough time at night. I have to go to work in the morning. So um, the definition of worth, here it is. Y'all know I like to deal in, in little facts here. The definition of worth is the value equivalent to that of someone or something under consideration. The value equivalent 
to that of someone or something under consideration. The level at which someone or something to de deserves to be valued or rated. Listen, the value equivalent equal to that of someone under consideration. When you talk about worth, you have to understand that your worth has to match the person that you're dealing with. You understand? Your worth has to be equal to the person that you're dealing with. Because um, when, you, when you're talking about your worth, your worth is something that you're going to give. It don't have nothing to do with how much money they already have. Listen, basically this is it. Stay at your level. All, all, at all times, everything should be equal across the board. And we're not talking about whether he lived with his mom. I'm, I'm getting to that. Bring me back, Fred. So that's what worth is. Worth is the equivalent to that of someone under consideration. The level at which someone deserves to be valued or rated. Deserves to be. You understand that? To be valued or, or rated. You don't value, you don't put a value on yourself and rate yourself. Pick one. The people that are around you, they are the ones that determine your worth. And how they do that? Because of what you give of yourself. I'm going I'm to explain all this because I know it sounds like I'm going to explain all of this. Because we have monetized worth to, to be something that is uh, tangible. It is not. It has nothing to do with that. And I'm going to show you. I'm going to tell you about it. Then I'm going to show it to you in the word because, you know, I got I go back to the Bible. So if you can call me a liar, you want to you debate with Jesus. That's on you. That you you by yourself on that one. So there's this new theme on social media. And it's this idea about worth and tables. It's the idea that worth is somehow a monetary or tangible thing that you have. It is the idea that I need to know what you bring to the table has to be worth has to be it means what you bring to the table is your worth and is it worthy enough for me you see but they're not talking about what we're going to talk about later which is loyalty love security they ain't talking about that they're talking about do you live with your mama do you drive a car you know what i'm saying do you own your own business have you been to college tangible things all right, I'm still going. It changed a few weeks ago because now they're saying they are the table. We already talked about that. Let me let me leave IKEA alone because they got nice furniture. Wealthy people do not have to. When people have money, they don't have to go around and keep telling people over and over again, "I got money. I'm wealthy." They don't. They don't have to dress wealthy. They can walk with Walmart and all. People know wealthy people don't brag about the money they have. They just don't. But people who don't have no money all day long bragging about the money, they the little piece of change they got. It's coming. Wait, wait till after tax and everybody start talking about the money they have and spreading it on the bed. And man, but that's but wealthy people don't go around bragging to, and telling everyone they're wealthy. So why do people on social media have to show and remind people that they love being single? That they know their worth. Because if you know it and you love being single, why you got to keep reminding me and telling me you're trying to convince me or you? That you just as happy as you want to be by yourself. Who, who, 
Because you tell you tell you coming on social media, you talking about it all the time. So who are you trying to convince? You trying to convince me? Because I could care less. Or you trying to convince yourself that you're that happy by yourself? That's the, that's the question. Write that down because you might need to answer that later. So they love being alone in their own space. And just in case you forget they do it, they do it every single day. Every single day they tell you how much they love being alone. How much they just love being single. You know why? Because I know my worth. How much do you think you're worth if you can't even, if, if you're worth that much? See, for me, I'm priceless. There's no price on me. But how much, if you're worth that much, then why aren't there, uh, why don't you have somebody to show that you're worth that much to be with them? Them red bottom shoes, they ain't got to have no advertisement. You know why? Because people, because people think it's worth buying them. Them red bottom, the people who ever made red bottom shoes don't have to brag about how much everybody loves their shoes. All you got to do is show the receipts of the people who save up for three years to buy the shoe. Your, knowing your worth and allowing another person to, to share that with you, that's how you show your worth. That's how you show how much you wor you're worth. I'm going to show it to you. Just give, me, just give me a minute to get there. Knowing your worth seems to become synonymous with, hey, look, I'm single, Right? It seems like because you I rarely see married people or people in a relationship talk about their worth. Even in relationships that are kind of rocky, I, you don't see people really talking about their worth because they're with somebody. And to them, that shows that they're worth being with somebody. You understand? So let's keep going. It seems like when you find out that you that what your worth is all of what your worth is, all of a sudden no one is worthy enough to be around you. So you found out how much you're worth. <clears throat> and now ain't nobody worthy enough to be in your presence. So you so worth you you're worth so much. Your worth is so great that can't nobody sit in the same room with you. Yo, my circle so small, I can turn around it. That's not nothing to brag about. That's nothing to brag about. Jesus didn't need nobody to fulfill what he needed to do. See, I, but Jesus could have gone. God could have gone any other way to make to let God let Jesus fulfill those things, but he didn't. He had he got he got twelve other brothers together. And he and one of them was one up. First of all, one was a liar and a cusser, and the other one was the one who who betrayed him. You know. So listen, let me keep going. Um, why does your worth bring isolation and this deep need to show everyone how happy you are? Knowing your worth is not synonymous with isolation. It's not synonymous with being single. Is not synonymous with, I'm just going to take care of me and my own. Knowing your worth has nothing to do with whatever you're doing by yourself. Because then if you're worth that much, then what is the point of having worth? What What, what is the point? Oh, okay. You're so busy trying to convince everybody how happy you are 
being alone, being single, and knowing your worth, and being a IKEA, being a table. And I think people do that because it, if they do it that way, then nobody looks close enough to see they've been crying all night. That they were up watching TV all night. They sitting in the middle of the bed eating hogging dogs all night. You feel me? They gouging out on McDonald's fries because they lonely as hell. So in Genesis 2 and 18, God said this himself. It is not good for the for man for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. So I challenge you with this. If God said this in Genesis, this is only the second chapter now. If God said this in Genesis, why are so many people convinced that I'd rather I'm so worthy that I that I'm my worth is so great that I would just have I just have to be alone because ain't nobody worth me dealing with. Because if you think about it, being single and saying, oh, I love it. I just love being single. I just I, I you know, I, I love my space. It's just me. And um, and I know my worth and all of that. So now, so let me I, I challenge you. You are biblically wrong. Because no one, no man should be alone. You're biblically wrong. That's my challenge. Now you can fight me on it, but it still says the same thing in 2 and 18. You can do the King James Version. You can read the Geechee Version. You can read the Ghetto Version. You can read any version. You can read it in Greek. It still say the same thing. God saw a man and said that he should not be alone. So he made somebody for him. And you mean to tell me that you worth so much that you don't need an Adam or you don't need an Eve? That's what you're telling me. That's, that's, that's what you're telling me. Because I don't, I don't understand it. I just told you why I got this subject right here. Because God said that we're not meant to be alone. And he didn't mean, okay, we go to church and I fellowship all that. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about companionship. And I know people are going to go back to um, Paul and one of the letters. I can't remember which letter it was. I think it was one of the letters to the, um, to the, it was either the Ephesians or the Philippians. And he said, and he, it was a church, the Galatians, I think. And it was hard headed. And the women was talking all that trash after the church meeting. And they told women to be silent. Bruh, he was talking about that one. He was talking about meetings at the church. He didn't talk. He was not talking about no woman be silent and, and, and stop it. This word says we are not meant to be alone. And then I could also argue if you're supposed to be fruitful and multiply, how are you going to do that? You think you're, when the last time you saw a table multiply? I'm just asking. Can anybody? Because I, I don't, I, you got me lost. When you said yeah. you the table, when was the last time you saw a table multiply? Because you're on your own now. You're worth. You're worth and you are the table. Back to the table analogy, huh? It's not the table analogy. These people, listen, that lady said she is the table. Jesus, have mercy. (laughs) (laughs) You better preach, Quint. And he who finds a wife 
all these scriptures and all of these things. And they're talking about people being together. Okay. Here you go. So now, how do you, so now how do you reconcile this scripture with everybody being alone and strong and, 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 and I'm the table and um, I love being alone. I, women know your worth. If he ain't this, that, and the other, know your, first of all, if you can't get past, past the fact that he dropped, that he rides the bus, you don't get to know nobody because that's what it seems like because you have put his worth on the fact that he does not have a car. Or you have put her worth on the fact that she has children already. You put her worth on the fact that she just work at a call center, and um, or she or she just uh, ride drives Uber. Or you put his worth that he got a bicycle and he's got children, without even sitting down and understanding why that person is like that. So how do we reconcile this scripture with with before we can get together, even though we have not known each other for a month yet? I need to know what you can bring to the table. You ain't even known the person a month yet. What do you mean, what can he bring to the table? What do you mean, what she can bring to the table? This is what getting to know somebody is all about. But see, people don't want that. People want, they, they want you to send three texts, a, 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 a naked picture, and, 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 a, um, and a coupon. And now y'all dating. And y'all haven't even met each other in person yet. And people, it, I don't even know how the show Catfish even got started because you you only been talking to the person through text and on the phone for three years and you never met them. And you in love with who, sis? With who, bruh? Who you in love with? But that's how, that's that's the new thing now. You, you don't want to really, you don't really want to, I'm going to tell you, this is, okay. Well, don't get me wrong. There are times for isolation especially when there is a great transition or a change in your life. So don't get me wrong. There are times when God will put you by yourself and you can be married and God will put you in, in a, in a type of isolation, but in, especially when there are going to be really, really great changes or really, really, really big transitions, he'll put you by yourself. But I promise you, he not putting you by yourself because you so you got so much worth. Nobody else worthy to be in the room with you. Because 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 now you I don't even I I don't know what I, we can, ain't anybody can't do nothing with you because you have determined your own value and your own worth. Okay, um, but when you think that you are so valuable that that most are not worthy of your company, or you think that if they do have what you want at the table, they are not worthy of you, or they're not as worthy as you. Because some, some people can have everything you need, and you done put in your mind how much you how much you worth, and you'll walk away from them too. Because they're missing something. They're missing that one thing. Maybe he ain't cute. Maybe he ain't tall enough. Maybe his feet too little. Because you done got so used to living in the I am single, I am worthy, I am happy um, emoji. Because that's all you look like right now is an emoji. I quit. Oh my God. I, I'm sorry. I, that, that, that's not in my notes. 
I'm trying to stick to my. That's not in my note. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Um, worth should not be tied to money, houses, or in cars oh. or anything that is tangible. Your oh worth should tied to who you are as a person. It should be about the value you place on those around you. As far as what you bring to the table, the only thing you should be worried about is their loyalty, their security, and support. This is right under love. Will you be there when I get sick, when I can't work, when my penis or vagina is not in proper working order? That is worth. If I spend 20 years with you, was it worth that 20 years if I get sick and I can't do what I, I used to do? Are you going to stay or has my or or have I devalued in my worth? That's the question. Have I devalued in my worth because I can't be I'm not the same person that I was because I got sick or I lost my job or or things are different. But see, it's funny with that, though, Bobby, because because when you think about that, some people actually will devalue somebody before they even devalue somebody before they even meet them. Or before they even engage in a relationship with them, while they're even while they're in in the conversation stage and they'll devalue yeah. that person in that stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I mean, you 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 have on this you have on the wrong shirt and you wearing Hawaiian shirts and khaki shorts because that make you comfortable. People can people will devalue you for that. They'll devalue for you because you're wearing New Balance instead of the new Jordans. Because they've made worth this tangible thing. It's what you have, what you don't have, and and what you can bring to the table. I'm so sick of this table. I'm I'm sick of the table. So (laughs) I'm sick of the table. I really am sick of the table. Um. So when you that's facts, Quint. That's facts, Quint. That is what what did she say? She said that's because they don't have self-esteem. That's facts. That yeah, yeah. Because I think they're they're confusing self-esteem with arrogance. Or false bravado or 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 fake confidence. Yes. And some people kill me with this fake it till you make it. You can't do that with everything. Now I can do that on the job. I pretend like I'll fake it till I get it to get it right. He won't know I don't know how to do this. But you can't do that in a relationship. You can't do that in, 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 in real life when you get off work. You can't fake it till you make it when you try when when you're trying to when somebody or you are trying to build something with another person. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why in just a minute. Here we go. Um where was I at? Okay, so when you brag about how great it is to be alone, is this what you're talking about? Are you talking about um, the fact that he may live with it, that he lives with his mama, right? Okay, so did you bother to find out why he lived with his mama? Maybe he lived with his mama because his mama's sick and she needed somebody to stay there. Maybe he lived with his mama because he wants to start a new business and the only way to do that is to live with his mama so he can get his money up. You have no idea. You know, and you are you gonna act no? Because the first thing you're worried about is my friends gonna talk talk about me like a dog if they find out that I'm talking to this boy and he ain't got and he live with his mama. Or is it that she has kids? 
Did you even bother to ask why she is single? Why she is a single mom? Maybe her, maybe their daddy died. Maybe he was abusive and she left him. Maybe they're not her kids. Maybe she got her sister children because her, her sister died. Or do you just walk away because it might mean you have to actually work at being with that person? Because you might actually have to do something besides stick it in the microwave and, and pop it back out. Because a lot of people think if I'm going to be with this person, they better already be established. They better already have their car. They better already have their house. They better already. They, they don't. They, I don't. I don't it, it is impossible. impossible. And people set impossible goals for themselves so they can make the excuse as to why they're alone. I'm going to tell you why you're alone. Some of y'all, because you was a bit. Ooh. Come on. Come on. Some of y'all. I called it. I called it. I called it, preacher. I called it. Some of y'all alone because can't nobody stand to be in the room with you because they tired of hearing about you, how much you worth, and that damn table. That's it. <laughs> Back to the table again. You don't have a man, not because they're intimidated by you, but because you're not attractive intellectually, <laughs> you're not attractive in, in, in approachableness, you are not attractive in the way that you treat other people. We're not talking about how you look, because anybody's face can get beat. RuPaul will tell you that. Yep. Anybody's face can get beat. So it's not how you look, it's how you do other people. And how you treat people. So when you're unattractive intellectually, when you're unattractive to how you treat others, nobody won't be in, nobody won't be with you. And the only people that are your friend is the ugly dog you bought and the people who act just like you. <laughs> That's it. She said not the ugly dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Nobody else wants to be bothered with you. Because you have you have and it's not like you put yourself in isolation. People put you, oh, I prayed to God that he just make my sparkle small just for the people. And they fell off. No, bruh. They didn't fall off. They plucked themselves. You ever see an apple pluck itself? Nope. It, they, it just was ready to go. They plucked themselves away from you. They didn't want to be bothered they with you. No they couldn't take you and your... Um, your ideas of how great and worthy you are, they couldn't take it no more. Um, she says, people pleasing is not knowing your worth. They don't know who they are. Exactly. And that's why when you people please and you keep, you will never be able to please them ever. Mm -hmm. And that's why they keep on coming and coming and coming and coming because what they really need, they scared to ask for. And what they really need, they know you're not going to be able to give them. So they'll take those little crumbs and little things you throw at them and 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 um and almost be vampirish and live off that little mm -hmm. bit. You feel me? I feel you. But you know what so, though? The one thing that I want that mm -hmm. I want to before I cut, I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, 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 no. Go, go, go. But the one thing that I and I can only speak for me, I can't speak for anybody else. But for me, you know, it's a it's for me, it's cool to know what your worth is. It's just mm -hmm. not being arrogant or flam or flashy with it because, you know, 
that's knowing your worth is something that's real cool, but you don't have to sit there and put it out there for the whole world to see because mm-hmm. like you mentioned earlier, those are signs of arrogance. Those are t- those are signs of haughtiness. That's like and nobody wants to be with an arrogant or haughty person. I mean, at least except I don't. another arrogant and haughty person. That's like mercury and water that just don't blend. Right. 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 And like I don't understand how people don't see the difference between I'm isolating myself because I want to I want to know myself better. I want to center myself. I want to I want to be more in touch with myself. And they don't know the difference between that and everybody walk away because they're tired of hearing you. That is also arrogance. It's just arrogance. And and I and I'm telling you, Facebook and TikTok and all of, with these people with these little sayings, you you just spout off because it's gonna get you likes or whatever, and you keep right on and you saying stuff, and you manifesting those things out of your mouth. Okay, be the table, be something that people sit around and eat over and drop their mess on. You can do that all you listen. Have at it. You can be the table. Be the table. Because that's what a table is. People put their feet up under it, lean over it, and eat and drop stuff everywhere. And so you, you people say these things and just don't have no foundation behind it. It just sounds great. It just sounds really good, and it don't mean nothing. So false bravado. Exactly. Just false bravado. I think that people forget that we were created to be in twos and to be healthy as these two people. And I told somebody this today and she just thought I was being trying to be deep and I wasn't. I This is what I believe. And a lot of people don't, but this is what I believe. I do not believe. Now, if you're talking about 50-50 when it comes down to paying the bills, yeah, we can, yeah. Great, I can do that. That's fine. I'm with, but I'm with somebody who thinks, who believes um, that the man should pay all the bills and the woman is to be a helper. If, if he falls short a little bit, then the woman helps. I can live with that too. That's that's to me that's biblically sound because that's how I was raised. If you wasn't raised that way, then that's fine with with you. But I'm telling you about how I was brought up and how I was taught. So so 50 50 with the bills. Let's do that. My, my issue comes in when we're talking about the relationship itself and you say, I'm going to be in this with you 50-50, right? I'm a whole person. He a whole person. 50-50. You, wait a minute. You give me, you if you're going to give me 50% of you, I want to know where the other 50% of you is at. Because you only giving me 50. Because I'm going to give you 100 of me. You said, well, I'm, it's 50-50. We in this relationship together. I'm going to give you 50%. Well, what other 50% are you at? What other, what the other 50% are you doing? If you're going to give me no. you, give me all of you. Because I'm going to give you all of me. But to that's me, funny, though. To me, that's a healthy relationship. That is. But that's funny, though. People want to be, people want to do that without being reciprocal. Yeah, but people also want to say those things because, listen, I'm hard-pressed to believe that when people say certain things, they don't know what they're saying. You know exactly what you're saying. 
especially when you're putting when you're um, defining the boundaries and and putting out the rules of uh, of how this relationship is going to go. This is all part of getting to know somebody. And I'm, I'm going to get yep. to that, too. So God created us to be in healthy relationships. That, that's 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 what he did. He created two, a man and a woman, and he created us to be in a relationship together. And even though we are two individuals, we have to, I think the whole journey of the relationship is, is to bring those two, the past, the present, you have to bring that all together and, 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 um, and treat it as one whole entity. You see what I'm saying? You have the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, but all of them come together to make one. So you have Junior, Sarah, togetherness. It all comes together to make one whole relationship. And that's how I see it. So you brought a whole thing from one place, another whole thing from another place, and then you brought it all together and it made one whole thing. You didn't bring 50% of him and 50% of him or, or her. Well, because okay, what half of it? Right. You only bought half of yourself into this thing. So you, when you put it together, you, you're going to get a hole or something, but it's going to be a hole free. Because you, you got two things you meshing together and you're not bringing all of each other into it. Or worse yet, the half that you've given me ain't even satisfactory, or that, or that you put out ain't yes, even satisfactory. Exactly, and the part, and even if it's even if it's not satisfactory, you're not gonna give me the rest of it so that I can understand why you the way you are on this half. All of this could be fixed if you would just put your. See, people don't want to put their whole self in because they're scared they're gonna get hurt. When you put half of you, I put you can put your toe in there, and you still won't. If it does, if it's not to be, if it's not to be you still going to get hurt. So why waste time only putting in, I know, I, I know women, I know some women um, that I used to um, hang out with and they tell you point blank. I marry, I'm married for security. I done tried that love thing and it ain't worth, excuse me. Wrong reasons. I ain't laying to nobody. I ain't laying next to no ATM machine <laughs> because seriously, because when what that happened? when what what happened if y'all go broke? What happened if he gets sick? What ha then what you gonna do? Because you but married for security. But that's how some that's how some men and women see that they they man they marry a paymaster and that's and that's and that's how they and that's how they will treat them as a paymaster. There's no there's no respect. There's no love. There's no fealty. There's no adoration. There's none of that. There's it's just somebody that's there to cut the check. That's it. And there's nothing else to it. One of the greatest um, commands that God give is love. And if you say all I'm going to marry for is security, then again, you are biblically wrong. And so let's let's just get that out first. You're biblically wrong. But let's put it in. The terms that we have now. let's let's put it in layman's terms let's put it in in just being human terms facts Quinn. you're with facts. somebody you're with somebody you don't love and if you don't love them i'm pretty sure you don't like them either nor so respect what, them. Does that, what does that say about you because love comes with respect not only for the other person but for yourself so what does that say about you 
you don't respect yourself. You don't love yourself. You don't honor yeah, yourself. But you, yeah, but you know your worth, and you're an IKEA table. So reconcile that, that with me. That's 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 still false bravado. Still, I don't care. I don't care what anybody said. What you just mentioned, that's false bravado to me because you can't you can't project that. You can't project that out to somebody, and some and somebody eventually not see, eventually not see past that facade. Now you can fake it, but it ain't gonna take long before the irritation that that person gives you because you don't care about them shines through. Yeah, and that's one thing. You're gonna get tired. You're gonna think because money, once you done finish maxing out the um all the credit cards and, and you realize this booger really loves me and he really wants to spend time with me and all that, you ain't gonna be you don't wanna be in the room with somebody who don't um who you don't care about. Nope. I don't um I don't want, Q says I, I want a man to love me and give a hundred percent. I can make money. Exactly. Money can be made by all. Yeah, but that but that time and that energy. Of a hundred percent, man, that thing will make you change your last name. That's why when people give me, it'll make you change your last name, sis. Yeah, yeah, Coco, that's true. Sounds like a convenience and not a relationship. Some people yes. jump into relationships of convenience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's convenient so, for me to be with him because he got money. It's convenient for me to be with her because until he don't. Yeah, it's convenient for me to be with her because she looked good. It's convenient until for me to be don't. with him. Yep, it's convenient for me to be with him because he's six foot seven and two and two hundred fourteen pounds. Until he ain't, and got a washboard ass. <laughs> Until he ain't. So all that Until stuff, all ain't. that convenience stuff, man. Come on, that's like you walking into a Listen. convenience store, walking in, buying something, and then paying for it and walking back out of there. When everything start going south, and I'm talking about him too. When it don't, when it's a broke campus, and it don't go due north. What you going to do, sis? What you going to do? Yeah. Brother, what and you going to do with that? Like it did when she was 20? What you yep. going to do? That is the part. That's when you're working on a relationship and you're doing and you're going and you're going after the worth and the table and the body. And, and it, you better remember that time stops for no one. Nope. Time gonna have a it's gonna have its it's gonna have its uh wear on that body. Gravity so gonna take over. That goes away, and y'all haven't spoken to each other in in five years because all y'all been doing is screwing like rabbits, spending money and going on vacation and making sure that everybody on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube know that y'all are so happy. And something happened to some one of y'all and y'all get sick. Now you have you have to have the actual conversation with this booger. And you realize he can't hold a sentence together. Nope. Now y'all married. What you gonna do? You gonna leave him now? You don't know. So you settled. You, leave, that's what you settled right, for. But when you leave, you show what you're worth. And you ain't worth. Mm, I said, I'm not gonna. You ain't <laughs> worth crap. <laughs> I'm gonna be good. I'm trying to be so good. So Fred can take that little. Thing off my thing that says you can't listen to me, you know. You ain't I worth nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't worth nothing. 
because you you showed what you were worth. You're you don't you don't have no loyalty. You don't have no you're not you're not a person that shows that you can get make me feel secure. You don't have no um faith in me. You don't have no um you don't have no no time for me. You don't have none of those things that really that are real the real definition of what worth is. Because I promise you, it's not the house, the car, the red bottoms, or that damn IKEA table. It's not none of that stuff. It's how you treat me and how you treat our neighbors and the people in our circle. That's it. And I promise you, when you meet somebody and your listen, one of your friends may not like whoever you bring, but when all your friends don't like that person, oh, you better take heed and you better run like Forrest. Run, Forrest, run. You better run like Forrest. I can understand one person not liking them. Well, it's a whole like my bunch? Trisha, Trisha didn't like nobody. It just Trisha, <laughs> Trisha didn't like nobody. And this the problem with that is is that I only thought that because of the people that I brought around. Do you you see me? I'm yeah. telling on myself. I only thought my mama didn't like people that I brought that that I, that she met because I brought people around her that deserve not to be liked by Trisha. You know, That's true. That, That's true. That's why nobody, my mama didn't like nobody that I thought she didn't like nobody. Because everybody I brought around her wasn't deserving of her liking them. Because they was trifling. Yeah. Especially the Negroes I dated. <laughs> I used to say, man, mama, you ain't gonna like no. No. She loved me enough to tell me he ain't it. When I was walking down the aisle at my wedding, my daddy whispered in my ear. People thought I was crying and um, like crying real hard. No, I was laughing because he kept whispering. All right, we'll look closer to the altar. We can turn around right now. Your mama got food at the house. That's what we're doing the reception. We. <laughs> I promise you. Listen, I promise you that's what my daddy was saying while we was walking down the aisle. My daddy was saying, "We listen, we got two more benches. You, we can go right now. Your mama got food at the house. You do not have to do this. And I, I was laughing. Tears was coming down. People thought I was like, but I wasn't. My daddy was tripping me out. And Bad the funny chance. thing is, what, that funny thing is about that fifth pew, I started thinking, maybe this man ain't joking. Maybe he got a point. Yes, maybe he has a point. And if I had listened to him, <laughs> 20 years of my life would not have been wasted. No, my mom knew from now, the jump. Don't look. He don't look at it like that. Don't look at it like that because it's not a waste. Because in any in anything, there there are teachable moments and lessons in that. There are teachable moments and lessons in that. So you have it's to just crazy. take the teachable moments, learn the teachable moment, pray, heal, and move forward. There we. That's it. If you don't, it's it's only a waste if you don't learn something from it, or if you didn't get that's the true. lesson that was supposed that's to be true. supposed to be taught from it. That's true. That's true. I'll take, I'm going to take that. I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to start thinking of it just like that. I appreciate that. That's deep. Yeah. Okay. I got to stop saying it that way, that it was a waste. Right. Okay. I got you. I got you. I'll just tell him that, but I won't believe that. I just like, I just like hurting his feelings. I'm petty. All right, let's move on. See, you um, just, oh I, I quit. <laughs> that's, that's also not in my notes. I promise you that's not, that's not in my notes. I'm sorry. It ain't. No, I promise. No. So, the best um the best relationships always start out with love of course you're not romantically and maybe re- when you read a book or you see tv love at first sight 
it's not really love for men and i'm and for men is usually lust because men um are are um oh, are, are yeah because men are creatures that deal with what they see and for women hold on hold on i, I think i'm Things that mom had a question. She said, "Why? Oh, yeah. uh, why? Why was? Why was sweetheart? You gotta, you gotta type the question. Why what? Yeah. Why what? Why was sweetheart? Because we want. Because we. I want to be able. We want to. Um, oh, I think she's laughing effort. at me. I think she's laughing at something I said. I think she's trying to ask <laughs> why. I think her question is, "Why are you like that, Bobby?" <laughs> but she couldn't put it on. <laughs> I think that's what she said. Why? Why am I like that? I don't know why I'm like this. I'm trying, babe. I'm trying. But um, I think that for men and women, it's lust, but in a different way. I think men uh, like what they see or whatever. And they're lusting. They, they like what they see. So it's kind of like a lust thing um, at first sight. And for women, it's all it's also the same thing. Because, honey, if I see the right man in a pair of gray sweatpants. Okay, so <laughs> let's, let's move on. Um, Christian love is Christian so much more. I'm sorry, that's not in my notes. It's not in my notes, <laughs> and I'm and I apologize. That's not in my notes. Okay, so Christian love is much more than a feeling. It is sturdy love that perseveres through thick and thin. That's basically the same thing as saying um through sickness and health and and rich and poor yep. and all that. But see, if you listen to a lot of new wedding vows now. They don't even put that in there no more. They don't put that part in there no more. You know why? Because because they already know that the divorce rate is so high. Sickness and health. Listen, you get somebody that you that you're with, and they they're a diabetic, or they're on a lot of other medications. Honey, trying to get that to go north is is a work in pro. It's it's just a work. And even if it's a woman to get to prime the pump for her and she's on all those medications, this is how you this is what you have to deal with. Or you get somebody who's who has a, a illness that has that that goes through years and years and years and years and they're not uh, sexually active as they were before or they're not um, themselves because they're on antidepressants because they've been on these on the, they've been sick for so long. And just all of these things can happen within a marriage. Are you going to leave because they're not, they don't look the way they look when you first married them. They, maybe they lost some teeth or, 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 or some breast or some hair, or they lost, they, they're not, they can't work on the job anymore. And, and we're waiting on social security to come in and money to come in. And, and oh, you, where are you going? Now that tells you what you're worth. If you couldn't stay, that tells you that's your worth. Mm -hmm. Since you want to put value and worth on yourself, that's you right there. You're trifling. And if, current, if, trifling, was, if trifling was a currency, it would be pea yellow and it would look just like you. You're trifling. I was going to say because something else, but Coco man, told me not to curse. <laughs> any man and any woman that would leave someone in the time of sickness or not having any money or in a time of depression, please stop telling me you know your worth because you had to get out of there. But you stayed when he cheated with Cindy Dick. See, I can't. People, as long as he had money, you stayed through all the affairs. 
You stayed through 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 all the times he talked about you, your mama, the ugly dog, and the pointy-headed children you had before he came to you. But as soon as he gets sick, you out the door. Now we know your true worth. Unfortunately, that's the nature of people. That's the nature, exactly. And and so it wasn't love from the beginning. Nope. Because love does not. I. This is just my personal opinion. I, I love does not disappear, but love fades and it changes for a person because I love um, I love my siblings, but the love I have for them changed after a, a, over over time. You understand? And it it, yeah. it, it, it didn't necessarily fade, but it, it I won't say fade. I'll say changes. Love changes over a period of time. But if you're married to someone or you're in a long-term relationship with someone, if you tell me that your love for that person or respect for that person has not changed in some way, you need to check your relationship card. Because the way love should either bloom greater or and your respect change to a higher degree because y'all spending so much time together. Y'all should be talking and working things out. I, I want to say something, but I can't because it's um, Q told me this when we were talking about something, but I wish I could. I want to have the kind of relationship that she has where we just, I can't say because then I'll be telling it. Anyway, it's just having deep conversations in an intimate spot not we're not talking about sex i'm talking about i'm talking about intimacy in a place where we're both vulnerable and naked and we're just looking at each other and we're just talking that's how you get to know a person that's how you uh that's how you uh up the value of your worth but is vulnerability looked at as a as a trait though but is vulnerability even looked at nowadays no because it's looked at negatively Especially exactly. by um, especially by men, because you got these women who watching Real House, Real Housewives of Atlanta. You know what they watching these women do? They watching these women get get with these men, then leave them, then tell all their business to the world. And so when you see this over and over and over again, then out in the real world where, where we live at, see that's cartoon. But when you out here on Lifetime Channel. Now you got these men thinking if you do, if I do, and if I break down and cry in front of you, if I if I give my whole self to you, soon as something go wrong, you're gonna run and tell everybody that I exactly. that I cried. Exactly. That that that, and, that, that um that uh I told you something that was just between, you know, that that maybe I had been touched as a child or that mm-hmm. I had um I witnessed something and now you don't tell everybody. So the hard thing to do is to break people away from the fantasy of television and understand that we live in the real world and real women and men don't throw back at you what you told them in a state of vulnerability. That's it. And see, for me, this is what this is. And this is what I'm always saying. I'm going to keep this as PG-13 as I can. It's always going to be what are you what are you bringing in? I'm going to use the analogy of the table, even though that ah! I am going to use the analogy of the table. <laughs> so what are what are you bringing to the table besides what's in your bra and what's mm-hmm. in your panties? Mm-hmm. Are you are you are you going to because I'm giving you everything, uh, everything that I have. 
I'm giving you my heart. I'm giving you my soul. I'm giving you my vulnerabilities mm-hmm. and everything. That's so. That's a whole hundred percent of who I am. But if you don't, but if the only thing, but if you're not, but if you're not being reciprocal with that, you're not, you're not nurturing. You're not, you're not listening. You're not being that shoulder that I can cry on when I need when I need that shoulder to cry on. Mm-hmm. It, or if I'm going through a hard time, or if I'm feeling down. Then that's not. Then you're not really bringing anything to the table. You're only bringing fifty percent, and that's halved up into twenty five. That's half of them in twenty five, twenty five. Because the twenty five percent you are bringing is part of it, that's your body. And then the other twenty five percent is something is just stuff that I don't even like or can't even, don't even want to deal with. Exactly, exactly. So this that leads right into the next thing about being in a healthy relationship, and that's humility. Oh, and and pe- people kill me when they say I'm the most humble person. Heifer, who told you that you could say that you was humble? The people around you gauge your humility and humbleness. Not you. Because what you deem as being humble may not be what other people deem as humble. Humble is not, I let the lady go in front of me at Starbucks because I saw she was tired. Hot dog, listen. You can't gauge your own humility. You can't gauge how humble you are. It is the people that's around you that that say, "Oh, that that girl is humble, man. She got she she you know she she steps back. She knows how to give up her right. She has great humility." But you gonna stand up in, in front of people and talk about how humble you are? The arrogance of some people is is, is just un, incomprehensible to me. And then they cloak all of that in what they call self-confidence. No, you're not self-confidence. You arrogant and you stuck up. It, okay. We're you not need to sit it. your ass down. It, thank you, Fred. Thank you. Thank you, Fred. But real humility doesn't even real humility doesn't even advertise itself. No, no, you wouldn't have to because somebody's gonna bring it to your attention. Yeah. You wouldn't have to. This says Humble humility don't simply even means at all. They don't humility have to. Sim- humility simply means thinking. I can't read because I left my glass. Okay. Thinking about others and thinking rightly about others and thinking rightly about yourself. Humility causes us to realize that we're just like everyone else. We not no better. We not no worse. We just like everybody else. We got to still wake up versus and, selfish. And, 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 and put your pants on one leg at a time. You still got to brush your teeth to comb you. You just like everybody else. And nobody else is, is bigger or better than anybody else. I nope. talk to homeless people the same way I talk to millionaires. My mom used to clean houses for millionaires, for people with money. And the same way I talk, my mom used to be so mad at me because I wouldn't put that white girl voice on from the people. Listen, I'm black. This is how I talk. And I didn't change how I talked. I didn't change what I said. I didn't change how my head moved or how my hand. For what? They're just people with more zeros in their bank account than I have in mine. Exactly. But I'm pretty sure she get diarrhea. She gonna she gonna take the same emodium I did if I had. <laughs> I don't know where that analogy came from, but that's what came out. The doggone, that's what I used. Because I don't understand why people have, why I have to change how I talk and deal with people because they have money. 
because there's still people. That that's just it, and I don't see people uh, are different than me. Now, I will say this: people that are anointed and um, people who have um, prophets and apostles and bishops and all this other stuff, I do not change how I what I say and how I talk and all of that. But I do, um, I am in awe of them. I am in awe of the God in them. And I do um, acclimate my presence so that it does not disturb whatever they got going on. You understand what I'm saying? If you if you are a person that is a, that prays a lot and all that other stuff or whatever, I don't let my personality overstep that because what I'm waiting on is for whatever you do to manifest itself because I'm nosy like that. Yeah. And I want to yeah. see I want to see God move in this air in this space. So if that's the case, then I acclimate myself to wherever that person is. And I that's and true. I do I would I change for that. But if you telling me I gotta change my voice because somebody called because we ain't paid a call, no, no, I no. No, nah, we good. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Billy doing that. Billy be lucky I don't know where he work at. And he called it yes, it's time to eat, bro. So so you and and and, and um but that's humility. Humility is something that um, you do not gauge on your own. And people are starting to put their own. Um, what did Coco say? If your intimacy is solely based off of sex, then you don't know. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Because real intimacy makes sex better. Knowing a person. For real, like knowing, knowing a person, which is what the Bible meant, knowing a person makes sexual intimacy so much better because they know where to go and when to go and all of that. I think that people who give them drill sergeant um, orders during sex, they're not not really intimate with each other. You doing that because the person don't know you. I shouldn't have to tell you left, right, hard or something. I shouldn't have to tell you any of that because we should know each other enough. Forward, my No, seriously. You should know where to go. I tell you. That's all I'm saying, man. Austin, I, I quit. I quit. But well, think about this though, Bobby. Think about this, and this is something I want. This is something I'm actually gonna just put out here, just to be, just to really, just kind of bring a lot of what you're saying to to, to the forefront and be be most definitely practical. First and foremost, I mean. And I'm going to say this because it really goes toward us as black folks, yeah. black men and women, because we are so disconnected from each other that mm-hmm. we don't know how to connect with each other. Right. And it's like, it's like, you know, we, we're trying to figure out who which who who we are and who we are to each other. And we don't even know that because we don't take the time to do that. Because the first question that comes out of somebody's mouth, first person, first question that comes out of a woman's mouth. And I'm not saying this for all women. I'm just saying this for some women. So let me just keep it. Let me just keep it right there. OK. The first question that comes out of a woman of some women's mouths is how much money you make. What's your what? How many zeros in your bank mm-hmm. account? Yeah. You know, that, yeah. First of all. That's none of your business. Yeah, monetized worth. Mm-hmm. 
first of all, that's none of your business. How many, how many, how many zeros in my bank account that we, we not even, we haven't even gotten to that stage yet. And then it's, it's all, then it's all about, and I've, I've heard folks like women say high value men. And I've heard dudes say high value women. First of all, what the hell is that? You you mean, you say high value or you mean high maintenance? High value. I've heard, I've heard that phrase before. And I'm like, what, what is that? Yeah. What is that? Are you valuing somebody based upon how many zeros in their bank account? Or are you valuing mm-hmm. somebody based upon, you know, their act, their, you know, their social media presence? What? Because I'll put like this. I don't, I'll put like this. I don't make a hundred K, but I still consider myself a high value man. Not because of, not because of the money, not because of the amount of zeros that's in my bank account, but because of my, my, per, my personal values, my personal values is my belief in God, my yeah. My my strong my my belief in my my belief in family my belief in having true friends and my and, and my acceptance of who I am as I my acceptance of who I am as I am right now that was that's what makes me high value and I know that I'm, and it's not me being arrogant but I mean I know my worth because I know what but because I know what I can bring to the quote unquote table. It's more right. than just what's in between my legs. I can, I can, we can communicate. I can, we can have intelligent conversation, right. you know, and everything else in between. But again, as I stated before, it's with black, with us as black men and women, we are so disconnected that we don't take the, that we can, that we don't take the time to truly connect with each other and find those things that we, that, that make that, you know, those things that are similar to us, similar right. And those things that are dissimilar, and it's a it's 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 a hard truth, but it has to be said. And yeah, you know, I the one I will I, I have to give credit to where credit is due before for a lot of men and women like you know um, my dad, you know my you know my uncle and his wife um, Coco and her husband because I mean those are to me those are examples of what true love and true love or is about because mm-hmm. it's not about being one above the other. It's about being 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 equal in a lot in, in certain things. You know, you don't have to always be at the same. You know, in certain things, you don't have to always be at the same level because if some because in some instances you will never be at the same level as that person. Not, but exactly. as far as exactly far as far as love and honesty and caring and fealty, those things are that can be those are things that are equal. So as long as as long because I mean, and again, I have to give credit to those people because you know from. For a lot, and I think for a lot of us, as younger men, as younger kids, and younger children, the examples that we saw of love or black love is from our parents, or our mm-hmm. uncles, or our and aunties, or our grandparents. Mm-hmm. You know, my father was a great example of my father and my uncles were great examples to show me how to treat a woman, because I saw my father treat my mother like she was. The queen of the Nile. Mm-hmm. I saw my uncles do the same thing with the women in their lives, mm-hmm. and that and that's something that I learned, and it translated to me. So now, it it's just something that's ingrained in me to treat a woman with the utmost respect, and to you know to to know and that to know her and value her, not this other, not all this other stuff. You know what I mean? Because again, right. we're so disconnected, we can't connect, and we I don't think I don't oh. think we want to connect. So we have, um, 
I hope I'm saying it right. Simone? I just say Austin. Yeah, some Simone Austin. Um, she was asking me to explain, but I want you to hold on to that because I have something uh, something to add on to what you just said. But um, when I when I say I acclimate, that means whatever climate, whatever uh, mood, whatever aura you can call it whatever you want to, whatever state that that prophet or preacher whoever is in and I come into the room or I'm with them, I make sure that my spirit aligns with theirs. And if it doesn't, I'll go somewhere and pray till it do, or I won't come back into the room because what I won't be is a hindrance to the move of God. I don't care if we're in the grocery store on the candy aisle. If I'm not in a place where that person is about to prophesy or, or give a word of encouragement to somebody else and I can't get my spirit aligned with, then I have to go. I have to move out the way because what I am not going to do is have God beat me up and I can't sleep because I couldn't get my spirit under control or I couldn't get my flesh under control. So that's what I mean. When, when I'm in the presence of people who are um, at a higher level of, um, and it ain't religion, it's just a higher spiritual level, I make sure that I get as close to where they are so that if God moves and he needs me, then they, he don't have to search for me or the person doesn't have to search for me because spiritually I'm already in, aligned with them. That's what I mean by that. Well, me, I, um, I know I normally give I normally give them a wide berth. Yeah, well, Fred, cut it out. Um, no, so, it's because well, I normally well, I normally give I normally give them a wide berth. If you know your limits, then then it is what it is. But because I know who I am too, I know who I am. I know it's going to lead right into the next thing, which is service. But what I wanted to say with Fred on on what Fred was saying. And Fred was talking about um, being in on levels and, and being equal all the way across the board. For, you, you're never going to be equal um, all the way across the board because life experiences, even after you get together with another person, all of your experiences are not together. She or he goes through different things all the time that have nothing to do with their spouse. So you're always going to be um, in a place where you're still learning that person because I think that's part of the journey. But I also think that one of the problems with why um, I can be going, I can only talk about black. I can only talk about black people because I've been black for 53 years. OK, two of them are questionable. I thought, no. So I've been black for 53 years. And I know that one of the things that black women, we were a lot of times, uh, in, especially older women, probably um, up in my age now, um, we were taught, and most, I can't say that because it's still going on, we're, that the other woman was competition. Your hair has to be better than hers. Your clothes have to be better than hers. And we, we're not even putting white people in it. We're talking about just period, black people. Competition. You know, your clothes had, yeah, it's a, we all, as girls, we always had to be and look better than the girl next to you. And so it, if you found a friend, it was a friend that had the same, uh, ideas or look or whatever like you that's how clicks get put together whatever and that's how it was and with um i don't know about how you men um do that but i know that with women we were raised to always um be on the lookout 
for a woman. Don't bring no single woman around you, your man, and don't that those are the things that we were taught. Because and and what they do is when you teach when you teach young girls that it makes other women look like competition. It makes um, other women not your friend, but just somebody to keep an eye on. You understand? So you're not really her friend, but you got to keep an eye on her. So in order to you know how to keep your enemies close in, enemies close. I get it. Yeah. To me, that's what how all of that played out. And then again, you have this thing where your mama 24, your grandmama ain't out her thirties. Your great grandmama ain't hit 40 something yet. Who teaching who? You ain't learned nothing because everybody is is popping out children so young. And then now all the children y'all done had, I wasn't raised by my mom. I was with my grandmama. Now the great grandmama, she raised the other one. It's just, it's, and by the time you are raised by your grandmother, she's so tired that a lot of things that she tried to instill into your mother, she's not even going to deal with you like that no more. She nope. just wants you to go home. I know, listen, I ain't saying she don't love you. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is she wants you to go home. Yeah. Because you don't know what she got playing. Deacon Herbert could be with, I, 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 that's not in my notes. Okay. I mean, so anyway. I, but, the, but I, the one thing about competition, I mean, I know as a man myself, I don't look at another man as competition. I look at, I look no. at, I look at another dude. I look at another dude that's even if he's on, a, if, if he's on a higher level than me, I look at another dude as like he's not, he's not my competition. That's some, that's another, that's a chance for me to to form a brotherhood or a related form a brotherhood with him. Men are different, yeah, but that's it. that's the difference. That's the difference between how girls are raised and men are raised, because men can look at another man and say, man, them shoes nice right there. And he means it. Exactly. A woman will look at a, another woman with a pair of shoes and go, I thought her husband got laid off. Man, the only, look, the only time I the only time I look at a dude as, as competition is on the field is on a basketball court or a football field. That's the only time I look at another cat, another dude as competition because that's it. Because we playing against we are against each other at that point in time. But when the game's over, we're gonna come together and, and be and have camaraderie. That's the only time I look at a, a, another cat, another dude as competition. That's all. Any other in any other area or arena, I do not. Listen, it's not even the majority of women that are like that. It is that very small majority. But let me tell you the problem with that: Facebook, TikTok, YouTube makes that very small majority seem very big because controversy and pettiness gets more likes and views than telling the truth because you can't uh, they'll think you 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 male bashing or you woman bashing or you being stereotyped i'm not telling this is not a stereotype it's not a stereotype this is how people are and 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 the world is so sensitive right now you can't hardly say anything without stepping on somebody's toes And, and and I'm just the one. I, I'm just the one. I'm not cha- no, seriously, I'm not going to change how I say your name, what I'm, a, what moniker I'm going to use. I'm not doing all that just to make you comfortable. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to change who I am for the one person in the room who want to be something else. Today, I identify as a table. That's that's too much. That's too much. That's yeah, too well, much. I'm not going to sit around you with no bunch of chairs. You still. Sarah to me. That's too much damn work. It, it, but it's but it's being forced on people to do. So. That's a whole other subject. Stop it. 
because we're gonna get into that, and then I'm gonna make repeat make um the LBGTQ RSVP AARP people mad. I don't, I don't, and I don't feel like that today. Um, so the right after serve, right after humility, it had we're gonna talk what comes to make a good relationship is service. All of this has to do with worth. Worth. All of these things are under worth. When, when we finish talking about worth, understand you will never hear you when you're not gonna hear me say that about no car, no house, no money. So first thing was love. The second thing was humility, service. Jesus came down here to serve. He what he 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 washed them boys' feet. He served, um, he turned water into wine. He served people. That was his job. He, he came down here to serve. And when you're in a relationship with another person, you should go in with the idea that you're going to serve. Nobody talking about bringing him his food butt naked with just an apron and, and, and some high heels on. <laughs> talking about that. We talking about serve in the idea that he he at the table trying to get them bills right and he's scratching his head and you go over and you scratch his head for him. And you say, listen, let's take a break. And I'm gonna help you out with this. We just gonna just, just stop looking at it for a minute. I'm talking about serve and he out there mowing the lawn. Is it is is it really gonna kill you to get that man a glass of lemonade? Is it really gonna kill you to 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 run bath water and put the towel on the side if you know that man? Is it really gonna take away your pride and See. your and your womanhood and all of that mm -hmm. for you to do for you to be in a in a because if you serve. And you show him what service is. Wouldn't you think that feasible that, that he would serve you back if he loves you in the way that he says he does? Is it really going to? Because see, this is my thing when I'm in a relationship. If something happened in this relationship and we're not together no more, my hands are clean. Because I did what was required of me. My husband, when we were married and we lived together, didn't know what cooking or cleaning or washing his own clothes. All he had to do was take the trash out. And he only did that because he didn't like me um, walking in the neighborhood we were living in. All he had to do was take the trash out and pay the bills. He gave That's me it. money, but I, I was a hustler. So I was making money on the side. I was baking cookies and all that, selling them at the fire station. So I had I made my money. So I wasn't just sitting at home knitting socks because I can't knit. But he didn't have to worry about it. My husband drove a truck. And um, and people say I'll be lying. They think I'm lying. I'm not lying. I could tell by the tone of my, I knew, listen, I was so into this man. I knew by the tone of his voice what he wanted for dinner. Because I studied him like that. When he came home at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning from working, I just, he said, he called me at 2 o'clock and said, I'm on my way. When he walked in the door is when I dropped the fish or the chicken because he had to take a shower first and then I would fix his and everything would be ready by the time he got out of the shower. But he went in the shower. I cut the shower on. I put the towel on the side, put the bath mat and all that on the thing right there. Then I would give him, I would take the food. He wouldn't have to come in the kitchen. I put a little food tray right in front of the TV and I would either eat with him or already ate or whatever. It didn't matter. And he would eat. Then I would lotion him off and put him in the bed. Then I get his clothes ready for the next day. And they called me a fool. And even now, at first, when I when he first left me, I thought I was a fool till he told me that the girl he was with wouldn't even wash dishes. 
So now you left me for somebody who don't cook and or wash dishes. But I did it. You know why? Because my hands was going to be clean. I yep. did what was required of me. If he don't, because God ain't going to ask me what he did. God don't ask me what I did. And I learned from another woman. I watched her with her husband. And so I, I emulated that. Because when she told him that she wanted a 10, de- a 10 carat diamond ring, I promise you she had it in a week. Yeah. Listen, but here's the thing. But here's the pagan. thing with that, Bobby. Here's the Go thing ahead. with that. Here's the thing with that. And I don't mean to cut you off again. Here's the thing with no, that. You're good. You're good. When you say when you say service, the two things that the one the one word that comes to my mind is lead. So the question is this: if you're trying to be service of be be a serve and be subservient, it it's a it's an obvious it's an equivalent exchange type thing. First of all, the woman has to learn, has to want to, has to want to be led, and the man has right. to has to want to lead. There, not when, want to lead. No, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I love you. Not want to lead, but, but be worthy to enough to be to be followed. True. Because all of them want to lead, but some of them ain't worth following. True. I'm sorry. I had to put that in for I forgot it because I can't find my ink pen. True, but I mean, but it, but even with that, it's a disconnect. There's a disconnect when. One of the when that when that equation doesn't happen, if the one if the woman doesn't want to be led and she want to be independent, now I'm rah 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 rah. And if mm-hmm. the man is too mm-hmm. is too timid and doesn't want to lead, then there's a disconnect mm-hmm. with that. So the service mm-hmm. part of it, the service part of it that you mentioned, fails when that when that equation doesn't happen. Yeah, but it if, it only fails because you did not have this conversation before you went down the aisle. You done planned a whole wedding. You done got the honeymoon. You know when y'all gonna buy y'all next house, the first house. You know y'all gonna have them 2.3 pointy-headed children. You know when you're gonna have the ugly dog. You know you're gonna have all this. And ain't nobody sat down and talked about the real issues of whose, whose responsibility is it to do this, 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 and this. Because you can be with somebody and he's a man and he was like, um, I got scared of a washing machine when I was little, so I don't go by washing machines no more. Or you could be with a woman who says, my mama popped me with hot grease and I don't cook no more. But you ain't going to find this out until y'all done got married and it's too ugly cheering in. Because <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all done y'all fighting and fussing over the top off the toothpaste, but it ain't really about that. It's really about the fact that you wanted her to be your mama and she ain't. So this, let me, let me put this, let me put this over here. Listen to me. Listen, listen. Listen, <laughs> I my, listen to me. This is the problem. This is the problem. In the Bible, it said that when a man went, got a, went to a woman, that he knew her. People think that biblically that means that they finally consummated and had sex. It's not what that means. Back in the, in the Bible, and even now today in, in, in certain countries or whatever, an engagement lasted six months to a year or more, depending right. on the dowry and the importance of that marriage, bringing those families together. So and in and, 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 and this aspect, I'm not talking about love. I'm talking about how it was back then and how it is written and how it is in the Bible. Right. When that word no is in there, K-N-O-W. He knew her. You know why? Because they dated 
they had chaperones and all of that, so they couldn't, you couldn't slip up. You know, sometimes you fall on the floor and just fall on it. Done that a couple of times. No, sorry, that's not in my notes. Okay, sorry. You had chaperones with you, and so you could talk. And mostly from what I was studying, um, this is a while back for another thing I did. It was the chaperones doing all the talking and the two then the couple were either too shy or just looking at each other, trying to size each other up. And the chaperones were, she's just so beautiful or he's so, and they, they bragging on them because that's how it worked. Right. They say this man knew this woman. He knew her. He knew everything he needed to know about her, what she liked, what she disliked or whatever. Now, once she got in his house and uh, she started to um, acclimate herself to him, and and try, trying to be trying to please him and do the things that he liked, it wasn't that hard. You know why? Because he knew what she was capable of, capable of before he married her. He could have yep. changed his mind. Said, I don't want nobody like that. I don't eat that. I don't do that. I don't. I don't go that way. I don't. I don't. Yep. I don't like the way she do this. I don't. I don't want her to be smart. I want her to be dumb. I want her to be smart. I don't want her to be. Dumb. He knew. So what's wrong with today is you cannot know a person. From three texts, a dick pic, and a coupon for Krispy Kreme. You understand? Krispy said Krispy Kreme. I cannot. I cannot. Krispy <laughs> Kreme. Oh my gosh. Hard, hard but true. Hard but true. And these I mean, people falling in love with people. Over some text. Listen, I had this friend and he could not, he wanted his baby mama back. And so I said, oh. from now on, when you, from now on, when she texts you, you send it to me and let me respond. Within three months, he had that girl back. Three months, he had her back because he didn't know what to say to her. And that's the you, disconnect. That is the, major disconnect. disconnect because you you trying to deal with a person who you thought you knew through some and that listen that's the disconnect but that's also how a lot of people function they go through old texts and they'll copy and paste from something else and you think you're talking to the person i i met this guy driving truck and I, oh, he was just so handsome and he was so cute and all the girls on Facebook and whatever. And I was just so surprised he was talking to me and all this other stuff. Met this booger in person and realized not only was he a jackass, <laughs> but he could not throw three sentences together that actually went. You know how people have peanut butter and no jelly and, and, and mayonnaise and no break? This, this bra right here. Damn, no burger. If 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 not having two things that match was a person, it was this guy right here. But on Facebook, he used to say the most intelligent stuff. And I'd be looking at it and go, dog, this book is deep. Ain't he cute too? What? Idiots. Charlatan. I was bamboozled. I was hoodwinked. Plan But the thing with it is we... The communication part is the the most necessary part, and again, and I and I have to and I have to put it out there because this is common between black men and black women. We have we don't know how to talk to each other. We're not. We don't know how to, to talk to exactly. Each other. 
Exactly. We don't know how to have a back and forth with each other to where Without I can agree. We right. Exactly. Exactly. That's well, why I, I can agree to disagree with you. That's why I miss Terrence. Because I can have a back and forth for Terrence for two hours. And I and I and in that two hours, I know that me and Terrence not mad at each other. And at the end of the whole thing, I love you, Terrence. Love you, Bobby. And we done. That's a healthy exactly. debate. Healthy debate. But people don't believe in debating. They, you always gotta argue. I don't want, I'm just like Plies. What Plies say? You wanna argue. Oh, argue with you. You but I do want to get a clear understanding of whatever it what else, whatever it is we're talking about. Yeah. And I think that people who are scared to debate and have a long conversation are people who have been living off of memes and, and quotes and little stuff that you find in the calendar little thing. They done lived off that for so long. They don't know how to sit in front of a person and have a conversation. Short attention span. Without, without saying somebody liked it or shared it already. And that's what I think. I think that's I'd what rather have I'd rather have a sit down and have a conversation because definitely you get to know a little bit more about a person when you when you talk to them because you can hear the, you can hear the emotion in their voice and you can tell there's so much things you can tell just by looking at their face and seeing the, uh, their facial expressions and how their eyes move when they speak about a certain subject. Do you know how many misunderstandings people have had over a text because somebody in their mind read the tone of the text wrong? Interpretation. I told somebody told me something I said and I put I'm coming. Well, you ain't got to yell at me. Heifer, it's a text. Did you hear my phone yell at you? You wrote nope. it all in capital letters. You a jackass. That's it. You stupid. But that's interpreted as yelling. And again, how people, how we interpret things is different. Everybody interprets something completely different than what something, what, than how you, than how you convey it. And that's why you do it in person. Because my facial expression, body language, and tone of my voice will tell you exactly what I mean. Man. All right, so let's go. Because, Fred, I'm not going to be on here with you no four hours a day. I'm not doing Girl, that. We're we, we not doing that. Okay. <laughs> so doing that. I said, did I say service? I said service. Yes, you so did. So what comes next is patience. Ooh. Ooh, honey. This one right here. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I almost took my Ooh, eyelashes man. off for this one. Oh, this is patience, honey. Oh, patience. The reality oh, is that every person makes mistakes. Now, and I got more on there, but that's all that's all I need to say on that. Everybody makes mistakes. And when you lose patience with people because they make a mistake, you are showing your worth. You forget all of the mistakes you made and you keep pointing out mine and pointing out mine, you have no humility. You don't have love. And God forbid somebody asks you to serve because you don't have the patience to have all of those virtues. You can't have right. the, you can't have those virtues without having patience. How can you, right. how can you have humility and be humble if you ain't patient enough to wait to use that gift? How can you how can you say that you that you have love if you don't have the patience to wait until that person that you say that you love comes into a greater understanding of what you're trying to accomplish? 
You got to have patience for that because just because you had an idea in the middle of the night and, and, and you want to you wanted him to jump on it, too. No, boo boo. You probably just had gas. He's not huh? jumping on the idea that you had. <laughs> because you keep getting no, because you keep getting indigestion mixed up with the anointing. Take a tongue yeah. and take your ass back to sleep, sis. That's what? all I'm saying. You have to have patience in order to have all of these things. But, so, but we don't. We don't have. We we, don't we do, have we'll more have We have more patience with people we don't like, or like 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 somebody on the job say something to you, and they've been saying that same little slick crap for three years. Who Lord just teach me patience? But when you get home, you screaming at him because he didn't put the dishes in the dishwasher at three forty five point sixteen seconds like you told him to. We have patience for everything outside of our relationship, except for what's in our relationship. You know what? Is that what you're worth? Is that your worth? Is that your worth showing? Because you're slip hanging, sis. Bruh, I can see I, I can see your jockey. Something's yep. slipping. But you know what? Now you, you don't have no patience. Yep. And patience to me, and I'm the patience is one of the is the second most important important virtue besides with love being the first. Because if you don't have patience for for anything, then you, then you don't you don't know what it means. People who I put like this, people who are impatient, they don't know how they don't they haven't been taught how to wait. They haven't been taught how to go through long suffering to get to to get to get to a particular point or a particular aspect in their life. So people who don't have patience, they first of all they weren't taught to be patient, and number two, they don't have they don't have long they don't have they don't have the long suffering to to pray about something or you know see god for something and and go through that long suffering to see that prayer good to see that prayer through it through its fruition and its and its culmination and that's even that's doubly important in a relationship if you ain't patient with a person because this person may have been sexually abused or they may have been traumatized as a as a child or they may have had one or two bad relationships and they're asking you no, I take that back. Virtually begging you to be patient mm. with them. And you see that person have a breakdown or stuff like that, and you and you just fly off the handle. That's not patience. That's first of all, that's a kind that's a condescending attitude. Because number one, you weren't patient with that person. Number two, you don't care. And not at number all. Three, and like yeah, number three. Like you mentioned about worth, it really, it truly, and literally defines your worth, or how yeah. you, or what you, or, or what you feel that person is worth to you. That which means that person ain't worth spit. And I, and that's because, and I don't like that. And I don't like the simple fact that when someone's not patient, patient with them, that's. And I understand that patience has a limit. Everybody has. A limit and no quint endurance and patience are not synonymous period no no but the thing about the thing about that is is this i i understand what you listen everybody has gone through some type of drama or some type of foolishness and procrastination and all that other stuff what we're what we're speaking on is is getting to know a person to understand the 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 non-tolerance, the foolishness, the procrastination, and all this other stuff. If you get to know them beforehand, 
then all of this other stuff that they don't tolerate, you wouldn't have to worry about it because y'all ain't got that far. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. So, listen, being patient with another person is not this limitless idea of them continuing to do the same thing over and over and over again. Exactly. The conversation that you have should build should build upon themselves and the conversation shouldn't always end in a stalemate where everybody's walking in different directions. Each time this conversation is had, growth should have growth should have been made. Exactly. You patience is listen, if you people who don't have patience are never grateful to the point of knowing what it's like to wait for that thing to, to come into fruition because exactly. you, you didn't, you didn't wait for it. You didn't, uh, you didn't, you didn't, um, you, Oh God, the only word I can think of is war. You didn't war for that thing. And when you don't war for something and, and it just comes so easy. Yeah. Thank you. But that don't mean there's a difference in, in, in that kind of thank you. And there's a difference in, in, in thank you. Uh, uh, when you, when it makes you, when you thanking God so hard that it pop you on your knees or slam you on your face on the floor or because there's a different kind of gratefulness when you had, when you had to go to war for that thing. Yeah. If you had to fight for it. Now I'm not talking about fighting for something that is dead because that deer in the road is dead. No, we're not going to make no venison steaks. It's dead. It's done. (laughs) But I'm talking about, you fighting, you hunting for it, and you looking for it, and you, it took you three days to hunt that that the, the best deer you could, and you got it. Gratefulness and patience go hand in hand, except the arms on both of them are very long because patience and yeah. gratefulness are stretched wide. They don't get to meet each other too up close because patience going to take a while for you to get to that gratefulness over there. Yeah. That's the you know what the, I'm glad you put it away because that's the direct result of patience. And the other the other direct result yeah. is change. So yeah. patience, the direct result of ch- patience is change and gratitude. One, yeah, but the it change is gonna happen first. Then the gratitude yeah. is gonna come afterwards. But it doesn't just change the person that you're being patient with. It no. changes you fundamentally. It changes who you are when you learn how to have patience, especially for another human being who got their own thoughts, their own uh, ideas, their own ethics, and their own motives. You have patience for somebody who's an individual, and you take what you already got individually, and you have to merge it with another person, and it starts to look like you are one person. Man, the gratefulness of that. I have not experienced that. But I, I'm such a romantic that I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah. Because I'm so tired of hearing the bray of jackasses. That's not in my notes. Okay. So let's move on. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. Sorry. I quit. So I will blame it on the medication. All right. So the next thing that we're talking about is acceptance. The acceptance of people for who they are. Let me say this. Nobody's telling you to accept a, a man that beats you. Nobody's hold on, hold on, Bobby, hold on, Bobby. Stanley, Stanley got to Okay, People can be selfish and self-caring. Why do they care what you've been through? Why should, first of all, why should they not care what you've been through? 
if this person loves you and they care about you, then they should then they should really they should give a damn what you've been through because that's a because that's an integral part of you. That's the thing that shaped you and that's molded you up to this particular point. Right. So yeah, you should care about you, what you went whether through. it molded whether it molded you to be a, a awful person or a good person, they should know everything that you've been through so that they can be prepared and geared up and prayed up to make sure that they're the um that that their worth and your worth go together. You are saying the opposite word issue. A person that does not care about what you've been through and they say, well, everybody done been through that, get over it, run. For the you have my permission to run. Because what you have what you what you need is a person that loves you enough and that is humble enough to be of service to you in the need that you have to, to, to heal the, to help you find a way to heal these things in yourself, not change you, not make you somebody else, not play God, but to help you on a path to heal from whatever hurt you or whatever gave you this, this distorted view from whatever um, is supposed to be. So people can be selfish and self-centered all they want to then exactly. move on. Because that's not exactly. if, some people like self-centered and arrogant and people some people love that. But if you're not that person, then just move on. Exactly. And like you said, Stan, the operative word is should. However, yeah. however, comma, that should be the expectation in a mm. relationship. If I'm if, mm. if I'm pouring it, if I'm pouring my heart out and giving giving you everything that I have, then mm. my expectation should is to is for you to kick for you to give a damn about what I've what I've been through or what I've what I've experienced mm -hmm. because guess what I'm gonna because I'm gonna return because I'm going to return that return that favor right back to you 100 fold you know because I'm gonna get because I'm gonna return it back to you how you return it back to me mm -hmm. I'm one I'm one of those people I'm I'm a I'm a person I'm a man that matches energy so whatever energy you give to me that's the energy that's that that's gonna be returned to you mm -hmm. so my thing is the if I'm doing this, if I'm giving you a hundred percent of me, this is this is my heart, my soul, my emotions, my body, all this, all these things. It's my expectation for me for you to understand what I've been through. You don't have not not won't even say understand, but at least care about what I've been through. You don't have to understand it, but at least care enough about it to where you want to listen to to listen to it and also and offer maybe and maybe offer a kind word or suggestions or something of that nature so yeah the operative mm -hmm. word is should but again it should it should it should be an expectation that should be set from the get from the get mm -hmm. green yeah because if it's not you're in a whole world of hurt all right all right bobby we, we yeah we jumped off track but Accept it. Yeah, I lost my um, I lost my video. What did I do? I think I pushed a button and I'm gone. But I, I mean, I can still hear you, but um, I don't know what happened. Oh, there I am. Okay, sorry. I'm trying to get my notes together because I have to skip over stuff because we're talking about it before I can get to it. So I, and right. I don't want to keep repeating myself. Okay, so the next thing is affection. Um. Was it was it affection? Yeah. The next thing that <laughs> is, that yeah is, is um is affection, and um oh my it says God, is over here on one. Affection is um a, the physical manifestation of your love, humility, 
patience, and service to another person. It is the physical manifestation of all of those things. And affection and intimacy um, are shown in different ways. And this is another thing that people don't talk about before they get married or before they move in or before they they fall in. You need to know the the um, the borders of people's affection. Some people yep. don't want you to hold them all night. It doesn't exactly. mean they don't love you. It's just I don't like you to. Some people don't want to hold hands in public. It's not that I don't love you. I just don't like to. And so if exactly. you don't talk to them about that and that person is the kind of person that does not um, uh, show affection in the way that you want them to, then you got a bigger, you're going you, you to have a real big problem because you can have all exactly. the humility, service, love. You can have all you want to. But boy, if you don't cuddle me after everything is over and I've been screaming your name for an hour, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> because, because because we didn't talk about it before. He's not a cuddler. She's not a cuddler. All women are not touchy-feely. Exactly. Some women just not like that. But if you don't get the... the And, and then what mess people up is they lie so much. So y'all was dating for, for three years. All three of those years, you cuddled after. After y'all got married, you decided to tell them the truth. Listen, I don't... Get off Never. me. You should have told it's that person. Prior. Now he's trying to you get off me. Uh, yeah, but then the thing is, you're not telling them verbally. You're not telling them verbally. You just start pushing them off. Now in their head, they're thinking, oh, she got to be cheating. Because she wasn't like this when we first got together. You messed that up because you lied. It's the yeah. same thing we're giving. I know where the cheering at. The cheering gone. Listen. Yeah. If you person who does not like giving oral sex and you do it the first two or three times and then after that y'all get together and you don't do it no more and you only talk about you're going to do it on holidays he going to think you cheating because you lied you a liar and yeah. people do these things I'm a, this is how I'm going to get him what you did to get them you have to do to keep them same thing with men Y'all go, yep. go to the fish fry every Friday night until y'all get married. Now you're too busy for the fish fry. Nigga, you got the same job, the same call, and the fish fry did not move. You shouldn't have started it. You lied. You lied. And now the mask that you had on to keep them has cracked and hit the floor. And now they don't know who the hell they married to. Because now, you now you're talking about you, you allergic to fish. Nigga, we've been eating fish for three months. Because you lied. Because all you wanted to do was get with me. Exactly. And that that's not the kind of that's not affection. I'm gonna say it again, is the physical manifestation of all of those other things. Because if you have all of those other things lined up, affection ain't no problem. I promise you, because listen, affection becomes a problem when especially with women. Men, men are this is what they see. Because men don't, it could be a tree with breast and a, they just gonna stick it. They don't care. Hold but on, women, that ain't always true. But women have to be emotionally connected invested. and invested. It has to be in order for it to be. I mean, they can lie and scream your name till the till the walls tumble in, but that's just. <laughs> 
But if you, but you, but women have to, if you want it to be real and you want it to be mind blowing every single time and not just when you buy her a Gucci pocketbook, she has to be emotionally invested. And so when you come in, so when you walk in the room with your boxers with a tent in the front and cowboy boots, that's not what doing it, bruh. What's doing it is if y'all spend intimate time talking and getting to know each other, talking about real issues, not what's going on on TV, not what's going on with your sister. Stop talking about them cheering all the time. They in the bed. You, you, that's, there's a time for all of that. But we talk. My daddy told me one thing. He told me my marriage to your mama ain't got nothing to do with my my relationship with you. What goes on between me and my wife is none of your business. Exactly. And and people get confused. Well, we just have to. We don't stay together for the kids, or let's just not do this in front of the children, or 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 let's explain to the children. You ain't got to explain them children. Nothing. Them children ain't got nothing to do with what y'all got going on. Nothing. And and the funny thing about that is when you when you explain stuff like that to kids, especially younger kids, they don't understand that. Now older they children, the emotional, they don't have the emotional or intellectual capacity to understand how you can love my mama yesterday, make me that looks exactly like you, and now y'all can't stand to be in the same room with each other. You, they don't have the emotional capacity to understand that. And so this mm-hmm. is what I'm talking about with affection. Affection. Is when we talk about mutual, this is one of the things that has to be mutual. Y'all love could be at different levels. Your um, service could be staggered um, in some areas. Not all of them, but because some service things have to be all you know, all on one level. So, But affection, that's one of them things y'all better be on the same level with, especially when it comes to physical affection. Mm-hmm. It's, whether it's in public or at home, because you, yeah. you hit or touch the wrong place, you especially to a damaged person. I I really want to say this to a person that's been damaged and hurt. If you touch or, 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 or uh, walk up on or roll over to, or any of those things in the wrong way at the wrong moment, you could, you could give them, you could really, you, you, you could, um, it could damage your relationship um, inevitably, but it, it could all it could also bring y'all closer if y'all talked about it. But yep. you and it all comes from knowing that person. You have to know the person that you about to lay that you about to roll over on or you about to touch in a certain way. Me, don't walk up behind me unless I know you there. That's exactly. just me. If you read my if you read my book, you'll understand what Announce I'm talking your presence. about. Yeah, there are certain there are certain ways I lay in the bed that you can't lay behind me. And like I said, if you read the book, you'll be able you'll be able to understand what I'm talking about. So you have to know affection is something that and intimacy is something that you have to do. And you have to talk about intimacy before you get into intimacy. You feel me? There are some things that you might like. And I'm just I'm not crazy, like freaky stuff, like swinging from the chandelier. And you like when the dog watch. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about like (laughs) stuff. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not. That's I. I promise. That's not. That's not on here. That's not on here. Um, it's just simple stuff that you might like to do that the other person just just not into. They they just not they just not into it, and so yeah. all of that will stop a major catastrophe from happening if yeah. you just ask. 
the, the, the most simple and basic questions and come in with love, come with the question with humility, come in the, into the question with patience. That's all you got to do instead of and, and come in with a with the open mind and a sense of really wanting to learn why this person um is, is the way they are so let's let's, let's okay, you know y'all know my phone's starting to ring <laughs> so the last one is um knowing that the relationship that you're getting into is valuable it is a valuable work and why and when we talk about value what are we talking about worth w-o-r-t-h the relationship that you're getting into, that is what shows what you're worth because it's valuable. Because if you try to put a price on me, I'm going to let you know right now I'm priceless because ain't but one me. He just did it one time. He ain't doing it. No he just did it one time. So I'm priceless. And I promise you I'm more than a Ikea table because I'm not a table. <laughs> I'm so sick of these people. with this. I'm, I'm, I am the table and everybody doing it now. They are the table. Hell, but if you're the table, that means that means you're a piece of furniture. That get you ate on to be used. You got gum at the bottom of you. People sit up under you just long enough to eat, and when they finish and satisfied, they leave you. Oh, that's another. I'm that's we. I have to come back next they week. Clean, they I'm, clean I'm, you up and they go. Uh, they wipe you. They wipe you down again. Next week, the, the subject going to be the table because I, 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 I got so much for this table foolishness. All right. So let me go through that. We're going to go through this not quickly, but um, a healthy relationship has mutual respect. Both of you respect each other. Honesty. People used to ask me, like me, guys who want to talk to me, what you looking for in a man? And I don't know what they thought I was going to say. I said, I just want you to be honest. Because if you're honest, everything else will fall in place. The money will fall in place. Who hunted them gray spent pants? Sorry. Um, everything else will fall in place. If you're honest with me, then love, humility, service, patience, and um, what was the last one? Acceptance, affection. Yeah, except because I got lost on the gray sweatpants. I got confused. Um, oh, no. So all of those things will fall into place. If you're just honest with me, because honesty, all of those things, you have to be honest to give them. You have That's to be right. honest to, to portray those things because you can't lie your way through everything. You just can't lie. your. OK, so the other thing is individuality. You have to respect the fact that I am an individual. You're an individual that is coming together to make a union of this relationship. That's but it. I still have my individuality. Because, bruh, I don't want... My boyfriend can eat smoked neck bones for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Ooh, I get so tired of fixing smoked neck bones. Listen, if I didn't fix them fast enough, he would put them in the microwave <laughs> with a little bit of water. You wait to, With a little bit of water. I have never seen nobody cook smoked neck bones in the microwave. Dang. He made it so I couldn't even stand the smell of it. So... That he's his own individual. I'm my own individual. I like things that he just look at and say, no, I love vegetables. He eat no vegetables, not unless I like masquerade him as something else. 
But understand that I'm an individual and you're an individual. I have road rage. You don't yell at other people. I roll down my window and tell everybody in the car of you, that ugly old lady in the back, and I don't know what kind of dog that is, but I would throw it out. <laughs> but, we, but him, he don't have road rage. I do. So I respect his individuality when he's driving. And no, I lied because I don't. I still yell at people. So I lied. Okay. But he. But he respects my individual and I know that I have road rage and he just let me yell at people. But the only thing he'll say is, you know, they can't hear you, right? Whatever. I can hear me. Um, so then and the other one is good communication is what Fred said. Communication starts day one. Not and communicating is not when you say it. Oh, you feet must be tired. You've been running through my mind all day. That's not what I'm talking. Bruh. That is not the communication I'm talking. I'm talking about when once you've gotten past her name, who she is, where she lives, and them other stupid questions that people ask that just don't make no sense to me. Because what you should be asking is, are you available? Are you open to have a conversation with me over drinks or maybe coffee or something to eat? I just want to talk to you. I just want to get to know you. You know, that's it. And I don't want to do it through a text. I don't want to do it um, over the phone. I just want to sit across the table. You look like an interesting person to me. I just want to sit down and talk. Why people don't say that? Why is the first thing saying, let me get your phone number and I'll text you? Listen, this is my DM. Because it's easier to say stupid shit when you're anonymous. Of course it is. It's easy for you to go up under a woman's clothes that you don't know when you're anonymous, unless yep. you're just a complete a-hole. So yeah, let's, 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 yeah. The, I put a big star by this. Fighting fair. This makes a good re- communicate. It makes a good relationship when you fight fair. Fighting fair means you don't keep talking about, well, I remember that time. You shouldn't have remembered it because he already apologized. She already apologized. What the hell is you remembering? You bringing up old stuff. And the only reason I think some people do that is because they, that is the only way they will win an argument is to, to hit below the belt. Once you forgive somebody for something, to bring it up is just petty and it's non-productive. And it, and it takes you off the subject of what you're talking about. My boyfriend should have been a lawyer. That booger can change and flip something over to make it your fault so quick. He has a way with words that will make you forget what he was talking about. But I got this trick I do that he don't know I do. I write down stuff. So as soon as he get me off, I look down the paper and go, oh, nope. I said, nope, that don't have nothing to do with what we talking about. But you know what, though? Yeah. In a relationship, there's no such thing as a fair fight. It isn't. Yes, it so- is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Love is that you got it mixed up with love. Um, nothing's nothing's fair in love and war, but in a fight, when y'all have an argument, there is fairness. Don't hit below the belt. You don't you don't like his mama casserole. Don't talk about that boy mama casserole, and he already mad. You don't like the way her sister come to the house and just eat up all y'all food out of the refrigerator when y'all having an argument over over um who keep driving all the gas out of the car, that is not the time to mention her sister. There are ways to fight fair. But who but who but who understands but, but who embraces the concept of a fair fight? Nobody. 
Listen, no, people do. I do. Because you, whatever argument we have is going to be about what we're talking about. We, I'm not going to let you deviate because I'm going <laughs> to stay on topic right here. Because I'm not going to follow you down that rabbit hole. Because if you don't resolve it now, you're going to be arguing over the game because somebody left the top off the toothpaste. Now you back to remember when you didn't put on no gas in the car. Remember, we having um, resolving conflict in the moment that you're having that particular conflict is one of the the best um, training things that you can do. You have to train yourself to do that. I had to train myself to do it because I'm mean as hell when I'm mad. I say stuff that'll make you question your grandmama and your lineage <laughs> because I'm a, I'm a word person. Because I'm a word person, I know how to put words together to make you feel like you this big. And when I did it, I've done it. I did it to a person that I didn't mean to do it to. That's when I told myself I was going to stop. I wasn't going to let Bobby take over in that aspect anymore. There is fairness in an argument. If the argument is legitimately an argument, some people argue with you illegitimately because they, listen, he come home smelling like Liz Claiborne. And you know he work in a factory that make turpentine. <laughs> and he's arguing with you, and he's arguing with you over why his dinner cold and why ain't no salt and pepper on the table. That's not the argument. The argument is Liz Claiborne, bruh. And fairly, I'm not gonna talk about why your food cold. Why? Nope, that ain't what we're talking about. What we're talking about is Liz Claiborne. Let's stay right in Liz Claiborne lane. There is there that you have to train yourself. You have to teach yourself not to go down the rabbit hole because men and women are guilty of it, especially really intelligent men and women. They will, you will chase them down the rabbit hole and then you land in the bed. All of a sudden you say, hey, they never did answer that question. You're too late now because you done made up. See, you know, my thing done now. My, well, see, my thing is, I don't, when it comes to that, I don't engage. <clears throat> I don't get that that's, that's not the that's not the answer either. Be, being well, in combat, me, well, Fred, for me, come on now. For me, Fred, sir, being sir. in combat, you are you a military man. How the hell you gonna be in combat and then talking about well, because they're shooting bullets I don't like, I'm gonna not engage. What you gonna because, do? You just gonna down and go into the barracks? <clears throat> okay, so conventional war is different from war with two people trying to communicate a point. That's how that because that's that's based on tactics and doctrine. That's based on that's based on that's based on tactics and established doctrine. You don't think being in a relationship, you don't think being in a relationship is based on tactic and doctrine. I gave you the doctrine, it's in the Bible. Tactics is what you learn on the tactics is what you learn in all those other relationships before you got married. But it's the same thing. But see, my thing is if you if you're looking for a stand-up fight. In a relationship, you won't get you not 90% out of a hundred, you won't get that. You teach people how to communicate and treat you, Fred. So if you are with somebody and they are uh and their war tactics are counter to your war tactics, y'all better come to some mutual agreement on how y'all gonna have these arguments. Because if not, everybody gonna be fighting below the belt.
And y'all not going to get nowhere. You're not going to get nowhere. And to not engage is the worst thing you can do to a woman is to not engage because it makes her feel insignificant. And like what she's trying to say is, is not important enough for you to even give her a comeback. But if it's frivolous, then we're not going to. That's, that's, I mean, come on. If it's something that's really, really what? frivolous. If it's really frivolous. Okay. First, so, of, all, first of all, first let me let me save your life, bro. Let me save your life. Listen, listen. And I say this as your sister and as a person who would like for you to move on in, in, in relationships. Listen to me. What you deem frivolous is not frivolous to a woman. I hope you don't ever tell no woman that what she talking about is frivolous. Because, I bruh. Don't. I don't. So I don't care if you think it's frivolous. Because she, you know what she think frivolous? That you got that headset on and you talking to that goddamn game with them other boogers up there. Frivolous. And be, you, you don't like that. So her talking about what she talking about, about the toothpaste and the toilet seat and, 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 and you the rug ain't in the right position because she told you 20 days ago to put that thing under there so it won't move. Bruh, don't ever say frivolous and woman in the same sentence again. Ever. Well, I don't fire unless fired a pawn. If you're gonna fire, unless fire, then whatever you fire, make sure that it's bigger than what she firing. I I don't know. You're right. I mean, but I guess there. I guess when it comes to, I mean, I understand what you're saying when it comes to fighting fair. I do, and I and you and you and you kind of decoded the matrix on what it means to fight fair and how to fight fair. But again, ninety percent out of a hundred, that's not gonna happen. Well, because because somebody because somebody gonna somebody gonna pull something, somebody gonna pull something, somebody gonna pull a rabbit out the hat, and it's gonna be like, this is what you did on such and such a date, and that's okay. well, and that's gonna that's gonna set everything let off. Him, let them pull a rabbit out the hat, gut it, skin it, and fry it, because that rabbit is not for you to chase after. That's it. If you yeah. want to have a fair argument in your relationship then you have to teach yourself and the other person how to have a fair argument now it's we going but we're going to i think i'm just going to go ahead and finish this up next week um i love all of y'all thank y'all for coming fred me and you next week because i'm not finished because this man said frivolous <laughs> and and woman in of jesus what, what if she okay. said, what if what i'm she sorry but that, that's just frivolous? I'm sorry. It's a carryover in from being married because okay, it was so always. Okay, so what you do? Take that, put it in another carryall bag, put rocks in it, and then throw it into the ocean, never to be seen again. Yes, ma'am. Yes, because, ma'am. Um, I get it. We're gonna it. finish this because we we only touched the surface of this conversation, and next week we're gonna try to bring in um, Q and Coco actually onto the show for the panel so everybody yep. gets a chance to study but um i'm out of here um don't forget um your uppity negro apparel i have a, one of my shirts right here yes y'all please go get that gear man it's so it's, it's so nice this is one of my favorite combination i love that combination that's so that's nice and i have mass um the website not the one on the bottom of the screen the website is um 
uppitynegro.store, uppitynegro, one word, dot S-T-O-R-E. And you can go on there and place your order. You can get a whole jogging suit, sweatsuit with it on there. I have hats and stuff like that. I'm still working on some other merchandise, but that's what's on there right now. So we're going to head on. I put it in the chat. Go ahead. Go ahead. I already put it in there. Okay. Thank you so much. I thank everybody for coming. Y'all come back next week um, with more questions. Thanks. And I'm just honored that Stan was here. Thank you, Stan, for joining us. Um, Q, Coco, thank y'all for being here. Fred, just come back next week because you didn't make me. I have to go over frivolous. I can't. I only wanted to end, but I got to go because my phone been ringing off the hook. (laughs) The man said frivolous. I'm sorry. So, but I guess I guess on that note, I guess I'll play a commercial. How about that? Yeah, I think that my hair might have went back in two inches. Oh, you know. Stop. <laughs> Stop All right, play my Man. commercial for you. Thank you so much, darling. No All right, problem, y'all. No problem. Good night. Love y'all. Good night, y'all. <laughs> We're living in a different time. Isn't that what the old folks say? Well, I beg to differ. Because there really is nothing new under the sun. We used to think that this generation was stronger than that of my parents. But after learning where and whom we come from, I realized that this was a false narrative. They fought, bled, and died for the liberties that we take advantage of today. So I changed my mind. We are our grandparents. We are our parents. This is where the idea for uppity Negro apparel and accessories comes from. We are the uppity Negroes that defy boundaries, broke chains, climb mountains, and cross valleys of hatred, bigotry, illiteracy, and oppression. The statement is simple. The cause is never ending. The sound, loud. Say it with me, Kendrick. I am that uppity Negro.